right, everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Maggie May, with an E. Hi, Maggie. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for joining us. Um, this is actually our second time starting this episode with uh, four days in between because we were in a hotel. And um, the Brian, Wi-Fi was not doing. Yeah, the Wi-Fi was trash. You want me to go further, Dave? <laughs> like, be more aggressive? Uh, yeah. No, go ahead. It was dog shit, <laughs> and I'm pissed off about it. And Double Tree, you could suck Dave's ass. Um, so Maggie, if people want to follow you, you're uh, at Maggie May with an E. Ha ha on the socials. Yeah. You have a special coming out, so if someone should go follow you to to see what where that when that's coming out but it's going to be with 800 pound gorilla yeah. uh, you someone stole your title a time traveler but you're at maggie <laughs> with ie and may with an e haha so no. m-a-y-e yeah that's what i mean don't you don't don't you, but come if, at if me. you say no but if you say with an e they'll think it's m-a-e maggie me maybe okay listen you've had your name longer i get a double r in mind so i hear you um well, last time we guessed, I actually don't even know if Dave's doing the same paper. I would imagine he is, but let's just guess again. Let's see if we can even remember what year. I don't remember. I'm doing a different I... paper now. Oh, damn it. Okay. All right. So let's just guess. Let's guess. I'll guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess 1911. I'm Your gonna move, guess... May, with an E uh -uh. and an A. It is 1924. Good too. I like that. It is 1941. Ooh. I went. <laughs> Jose, Daddy says no. Hey, he didn't stop what he was doing. Okay. What All was right. he doing? He's clawing at the the couch in a way that is it's an unacceptable gesture, but one that he just continued to do. I've been I've been gone a lot, so he doesn't even listen to me anymore. You get it, Dave. It's like it's nobody like, listened to you before or after. It's all the same. You're an ignored person. It's mostly by animals and humans, audiences especially. Just taking a tough January sixth, nineteen forty-one, Boise, Idaho, the Idaho Statesman. Mm. You know, I lived in Boise for a year, Maggie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. What was that about? Eh, no, nobody really what understands was that it. About? Not even me, and I did it. <laughs> he needed to seek he needed to seek out some safe time with his fellow whites. <laughs> and boy howdy did I find him. <laughs> you probably boy, got a, got hella casseroles. Oh my god. I was like, people really do this? They were like, don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> White Boise. Uh, okay, I love so, Boise, but it's 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 white. It's diverse. You have blonde-haired whites and brown-haired whites. <laughs> you really got a good color swath of uh, hairstyles in hair. Yeah, got some redheads in there. Yeah, I was. That's I was considered. They were like, "Oh my god, minorities." I was like, "Me? I'm a white what?" <laughs> I'm the most white. I was like, I am the whitest. 
Uh, okay, the Boise Statesman. Let me turn this up so people are complaining about me. Um, so on the first, remember this is uh, this is December sixth, nineteen forty-one. So December seventh. Oh, right. Okay. Pearl so this Harbor. Is, right. This yeah. is the day before Pearl Harbor. Um, is the headline everything's pretty good? Yeah. Well, here's, here's let's see what they thought was headline. important. Yeah, I, this word isn't offensive, but it sounds offensive. Nipponese. Yes, we nice. shortened that to that's where we got the the offensive term nip from. But Nipponese is essentially just describing a people from a place. So I don't think it's pejorative. Like I haven't, I looked, and no one says that it's bad. Like historians still use a people. Okay. People who discuss you know, different for safety, use it. I'm not going to use it. That's fine. That's I don't. Fine. I want to preserve what I have, especially my Boise audience. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't want to. I don't want to lean uh, in too hard. Nip- Nipponese seek to continue peace parlay. The Japanese returned a soft answer to President Roosevelt's pointed question: question as to the, lar- the purpose of their large military concentrations in Indochina, and proposed Friday appointment of a commission to iron out the Pacific deadlock. Oh my God! I wonder. How, I wonder what happens. I wonder if they iron you know it out. We need to actually figure this out. Oh my God! Get them. <laughs> it's just like the equivalent of just being like, "Look, we shouldn't fight these guys at the bar. Let's go over there and talk to them." Ah, sucker punch. Japan's envoys told the U.S. State Department that their troops were in the French colony of Indochina by the agreement of its Vichy master and that reinforcements had been required there because China was a menace to the colony and to Japanese interests in Indochina. This all appeared to open the way for more negotiation. Wow. It was accompanied by polite expressions of belief by a government spokesman in Japan that Tokyo and Washington would, quote, continue with sincerity to try to find a common formula for a peaceful solution in the Pacific. Oh, my God. They must have been laughing their asses off writing, just putting out these quotes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's just like, yeah, there's a lot of snickering going on. I mean, it it's also like, I would love to listen to this column the following day. Yeah. Kill the Japanese! Absolutely. Um, Now, this shows just how this was the day before uh, (laughs) Pearl Harbor, because the biggest story on the front page is... Japanese are friends! Three-sided duck battle still rages. What? (laughs) What? Come on. What? The ducks... The ducks... The duck situation will be forgotten about tomorrow. I guarantee it. I don't know. I wonder. I want to see if people are like, I get it. They might have been bombed. bombed, They might have been bombed like ducks at Pearl Harbor, so it might have taken care of itself. The three-corner duck battle of Lake Lowell raged in status quo Friday, and so did the ducks. Melba Farmers Protective Association continued its campaign for relief from flocks of migratory fowl, which they reported were ruining seed crops. All right, oh, so you know farmers... what else is going to ruin your seed crops? <laughs> <laughs> Exploding <laughs> ships and fire. <laughs> oil, oil spilling in your oceans. Federal officials maintained as before that no permits to kill ducks after hours may be granted under regulations. After hours, oh, duck? Like, no duck killing after dark. N- no dark duck killing because it's no too easy because there's 
because they're not flying they're sitting so you're not supposed to be able to shoot them sounds like a darkwing duck origin story a little bit too so deep and and the ducks flew back and forth from the refuge to the cultivated lands as usual so they can't shoot the ducks at night so the ducks are like oh okay we get it and they're just coming over and eating the seeds at night smart and the farmers are mad right but again we're on the precipice of uh, a bigger right, story. Right now, we're focused on the ducks. Sorry. Sorry, sir. <laughs> we're in that nice, calm area where we don't think that we have anything to worry about. But Where duck. we're just like, these ducks yeah. are night eating. That's, yeah. That's the biggest pissed. problem that could be. And it's on we're the front page. Action that will bring the issue into sharper focus was indicated by the announcement by Jensen that a committee of farmers would bring the problem before the Idaho Wildlife Federation, uh, probably in early February. A resolution to the National Federation expressing opinion of sportsmen and farmers will be sought. They're talking about night hunting permits. Right. Right. So this story goes on forever. Well, I mean, there wasn't anything happening. Tomorrow, there won't be as much real estate. <laughs> this guy, you know what? All This guy was probably like that night, probably like, I'm doing a follow-up because we were center stage with the duck story. So now I'm doing a little piece where I Pearl Harbor exploded. All right, fuck it. All right, fuck it. Um, okay. Uh, I'm still was- having problems with my ducks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was still going on. I want to see the, the guy ducks. who wanted to push the duck story on Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. Who was like, no, 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 I mean, I get it, but, like, the ducks, like, what are we going to do about them? What happened to Pearl Harbor is what's been happening to my seeds every single day. Excuse me, this is a duck problem more than anything. Chad, get out. Are the ducks working with the Japanese? It's something. I believe so. I believe so. So R.G. Cole, who's a former president of the Idaho Wildlife, Wildlife Foundation, said, uh, giving the farmers permits to scare the ducks away will no more solve the problem than the crow problem can be solved by a few blasts of dynamite. I think that guy's not doing a great analogy, <laughs> honestly. You see... Crows can't be hurt by dynamite. No, Archie, they can. Oh, they can? Uh, okay, different idea. Um, there are several Looney Tune cartoons that will let you know they could absolutely be hurt by some dynamite. 100, some including ducks. Yeah. And crows. I, I want to know what happened with the people trying to bomb the crows. Yeah, listen, I, we're, this story is leading. There's a lot of interesting leads in this story. And yes, I let the crow bombers who are like, that didn't do it. And Archie yeah. said it all casual. Like, yeah, yeah. This isn't going to work. Like then when we try to bomb those crows. Like, yeah. Slow yeah. down. Yeah. It's like when we tried to grenade the owls or explode the <laughs> hawks. We've been through this before, gentlemen. Birds don't die. Archie, shut the fuck up. All right. It's <laughs> so crazy. Well, we'll never know the end of that story. Well, yeah. It's it's but, a little bit like when remember the story before 9/11 was like Gary Condit, he had like that intern and like oh, we were yeah. everyone was like where's Chandra Levy and everyone was like what is going on? And then like 9/11 happened and Gary Condit was like I'm not saying I'm happy about 9/11, but um okay. I just have to say though it led to the greatest lyric of all time. 
What, an Eminem lyric? Yeah. What is it again? How can one shot how can one Chandra be so levy? It's it was right. It's it was pretty true. fucking exceptional. It's he I was every also time I hear it, pissed I go, about nine eleven. Yeah. 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 Uh mules resentful of army tanks. That's a how do you get inside the head of a mule? His mules well. are they're jealous. <laughs> you just sound like a classic guy who's never had a jealous mule. True. That's a drink, right? Yes. Uh, this story is out of Fort Lewis, Washington. Amazed tank officers discovered Friday there was at least one branch of the service that no fear of fire spitting mechanical monsters. That had no fear of fire spitting mechanical monsters. Sorry. Okay. Sounds like Truckasaurus shit. Fire yeah. spitting mechanical monsters. At a performance by Any- ZZ Top. Wow. How'd they get there? Boise, Idaho. They're from here. They just emerged <laughs> from the floors. In a prearranged attack at dawn, a tank group swooped a upon. Attack at dawn. Hey, save that clipping for tomorrow. You're going to need it. <laughs> I know we've been saying this a lot, but. Listen, this time I mean it. <laughs> In a prearranged attack at dawn, a tank group swooped upon a long column of mules headed for the hills with guns of the 98th Mule Pack Artillery strapped to their backs. The mules marched peacefully onward. So, they don't sound as I don't know. I don't know what's happening. The story is not good there's so no far. There's no story. There's mules headed up. A big pack of mules headed up a hill, I guess, with a bunch of weapons on them. And this guy's like, look at how and that, fucking mad they are at cars. <laughs> These things and are then so tanks, mad at cars. And then, no, tanks. And then tanks guys are came upon tanks. them. And they, they look, oh my God, a mule tank war. This is like Crow v. Bomb. Okay, this is the whole story. There's one more paragraph, and then you guys can try to figure out what the fuck just happened. When one tank became a little too irritating, a mule loaded with 300 pounds of gun parts started an offensive of its own. The clanking of metal resounded as mule shoes met tank. (laughs) The mule kicked the the mule kicked the the mule attacking a tank. The mule kicked the tank. The mule donkey kicked a tank. That's right. Got explosive on his back and his donkey kicking a tank. And a reporter is like, well, you hate to see jealousy eat up the pony community. <laughs> but it's just tell the story. I like, <laughs> like this it's, is all so horribly written. You don't know what's happening. But essentially, yeah, right. Well, you know, that that's so true, because they're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to put like some narrative to a story about it, like a donkey kicked a tank. But it's okay. That's kind of fun. Like you could. Yeah, do, that's you, what I mean. Just, if you if the headline was "Donkey Kicks Tank," you'd be like, "I yes, like this." I, I'm reading like, it. Mules yeah. jealous of their fiery machinery counterparts. Yeah, don't turn this into a soap opera. Yeah. No, you don't. We don't need soap operas. No. Is this okay, on the this front is, page? This is. This all is front, all the front page. Yeah, we're still on the front page. A lot of animal news on the front page. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, tomorrow they won't have as much. Uh, <laughs> the Zero animal day, news. There will be less animal news. 
dog rolls over. Hank, we're pushing it. Oh, because of Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Fuck off. Well, if you think Tommy Manville was an animal, then there's more. Bride to divorce Tommy Manville. Wow. I love that that is front page news. I'm here for it. I'm here also, for it. I love that she doesn't get named. That they're like, yeah. nah, woman, woman. Anyway, woman has feeling. Man, Tommy. Oh, it gets worse. Tommy Manville said Friday that he and his fifth bride. <laughs> All right, Tommy. I mean, dude, how's it going, Tommy? Means he's Catholic. He's like, I got the Lord. I got to do it legally with the Lord. <laughs> he and his fifth bride, blonde Bonita Edwards, had separated after 17 days of marriage. Is she a wrestler? <laughs> and then, <laughs> 17 and, days? Yeah. And she planned to go to Reno Saturday. She is a wrestler. The 47 year old Asbestos hair. So. Air. He is a, a asbestos? heir to an asbestos fortune. Wow! Right. This could be like could be the, could help the crows out a little bit. <laughs> this is going to be good it's... for another like thirty years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, now becoming a lot of lawsuits. Honestly, they're trying to yank us out of every building. Um. The forty-seven-year-old heir said that he and the twenty-two-year-old. Bonnie, it Bonnie's in quotes. A Broadway on? showgirl, a Broadway showgirl parted company Thursday after a conference with lawyers. I bet you that's okay. not a real name. Yeah. No, no way. I don't know what happened, but it must have been a matter of difference in temperament, Manville said. I don't know what happened. Well, yeah, you're a like, dick. You I know. mean, that's. You know. <laughs> Uh, By the way, okay, how bad so... do you have to be for someone to be willing to leave the marriage and go to Reno? Like, to be like, <laughs> look, Reno's better than this. It's got to be so okay. bad. Okay, so he was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, the Dave, this is great follow-upping. For his record-breaking 13 marriages to 11 women. I mean, so two of them came back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then went away again. Yeah. And then went away again. It's more of that asbestos money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, they left. Yeah. They... I mean, I, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of alimony. They're like, you know what? This mysterious cough has come back. I got to leave you again. <laughs> I thought I loved What you, is it I about can't... you? Yeah. <laughs> Why does my throat feel you... like fiberglass? I'm all choky again. <laughs> It says he gave out large cash settlements, so he was just a, like, if you could land that, you could just seven. He was days like an asbestos magnate, but to Maggie's point, that money is not la like that's one of those things. It's like you know the whiteout fortune, or you're like uh, like a you know a typewriter heir. You're like, don't worry, babe, this money is going nowhere. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Uh, Are you singing, Brit? British Lord warns Japan against war. Oh, my God. Bristol, England, from the AP. A.V. Alexander, first Lord of the Admiralty, wa Friday warned Japan, even at this late hour, that aggression in the long run will not pay. 
I had hoped that wiser councils in Japan would prevail over those who appear to be leading her people into a new war of aggression, he said in address. The threats has... In, he said in address? Uh, no, that in it, he said in address. Or in, in address. Uh, address. Yeah, he in said address. it while standing in address. Thank you. Does that not make sense? No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> the threat has not abated, and aggression may be imminent. Uh, that is like... A, that's like the when Condoleezza Rice was called to the like the Senate or something like, was there any what did that document say? And she was like, I believe it said uh, bin Laden determined to attack in the United States. <laughs> and everyone was like, that seems like what? What did you guys do with that information? She's like, I don't know. Just whatever. They're like, well, then he, OK, what? Um, it's so that's so crazy. To, that's a crazy yeah. day before headline. The day before they're now, looking they looking aggressive did jap did japan really was there because i i can't remember what i was listening to or watching but where someone was like they it, they weren't necessarily trying to get pearl harbor like i can't like they weren't trying to make as big of a statement as they ended up making um dave you know things Is i that don't true? know i okay. i do you know what that is one of the one things i've always kind of steered away from because it's so you tried both sides tried by both sides i mean the yeah. right and the left try to use it as right. um sort of fodder for what well and governments ignore or don't ignore or how bad it was you know it's all not to mention michael bay uh, who who gave us a fantastic love story via the, yeah. the tragedy that's what i always think of when i think of pearl harbor like who was doing it you know what i mean yeah Yep. Who was, who was Ben fucking. Affleck banging? Yep. Yeah. Who was who he got, who got, who got laid off Pearl Harbor? That's the question. Yep. Yep. Ben That's Affleck. the important question. Yeah, absolutely. You I'm still, time. I'm still, uh, I've always, the one thing I, I, I don't know much about it, but the only thing I do is I fully support Japan. <laughs> yeah. <you've>... <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the side hey, of Japan at Pearl Harbor. You have a habit of always supporting the enemies of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit of a trend. Just that one, mostly. Oh, and some other ones. But, yeah, uh... <laughs> What's up, dollopers? This is Gareth. Uh, Gareth from the dot. You get it. Listen, shout out to the Garmy, Gareth Army. I've got some U.S. dates coming up. I will be at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh, or Raleigh. I forget which one you guys are stuck to. North Carolina, December 21st through the 23rd. Five shows. And then December 29th on the 30th, I'll be in Rutherford, New Jersey at Bananas Comedy Club. I'm calling on the Garmy. Come out. Uh, there's a lot of shows. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets and information. Also, listen to my new podcast called We're Here to Help. Got a new podcast. We're here to help Jake Johnson. Thank you, Garmy. Hashtag Garmy. Mail stolen 89 years ago yields riches and old stamps. Whoa. Yeah. Like this is in this is in Philadelphia. Most of the most of the they just looks like this paper. They just take AP news stories and reprint them. Um, three sacks of mail apparently hidden eighty nine years ago by a robber. Friday held high hopes for oh what's that word? Philatists philatists are there people who collect stamps right? Sure, philatists and historians. Yes. And the reason why love affairs and business dealings inexplicably went awry in the fall of 1852. 
Mr. and Mrs. James Hugh, young commercial artists, discovered the cachet among attic eaves while renovating an old house they purchased in Philadelphia. Wow. Among the 100 pieces of mail was a copy of the New York Herald uh, for November 2nd, 1952, election days. So postal inspectors believe that dates the robbery. Um, all seals had been broken. The letters were not in envelopes, but folded and sealed, as was so- done then. The well, as was done were... then by regular people. So they would they open would... it and then put it back in there and just shut it. No, I think oh. I think they're saying the envelope was um the envelope was sealed as was the letter. I think wow. that's what it says. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um uh and investigators were of the opinion that the robber had hidden his loot after taking any cash. But the canceled it. stamp, but the canceled stamps he casually stuffed away may be worth a small fortune. A collector pointed out that catalogs list a one cent blue stamp current in those years at $2,000. Holy shit. So this guy, but this guy buried all the, he took all the cash or whatever, buried he, he, he all the mail. The, Cause he's like, he evidence. threw the mail in, in an attic somewhere. Yeah. So he got rid of all the mail. Cause he's like, this is evidence. And then it turns out if he had just waited like 80 years, he would be extra rich. That's right. He blew it. He didn't wait 80 years. He didn't think about, he didn't think long-term with his mail strategy. So because that- stamps are, I believe, I think stamps are more valuable if they've been postmarked. Oh, what? That's what I was going to ask. I, I think I might be wrong about that, but I think I thought- that's, I think that's what it is. I thought the postmark like ruined the value of the stamp. That's what I would think. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. I think that in in some cases it makes it more valuable. Like, like if so you can stamp- get a stamp postmarked on the day it's issued, I think right. it's more valuable than. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, yeah. I, I mean, I guess because it's sort of like, yeah, evidence of the time. It's the oldest, I guess. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, don't let, I mean, I'm sure that like regular philodicitis know that. Yes, philodicitis. Boise visitors. Man who lived in half dozen countries says Boise, his favorite city. Hey, 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 hey. man white. <laughs> man white. This, yeah. I mean, you think Boise's white now. Sweet mother of God, go back to forty-one. You're like, yeah, oh my God, Jesus Christ! Is it snowing? No, it's just a There's, group. The headline should be "Not a black guy yeah. says Boise best." Well, yeah, black man on the other hand says, "Fuck, this is fucking weird." Uh, <laughs> I bet you that article is just going to be loosely alluding to that. Like everyone here yeah. looks so bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an unworried people. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell to Boise, saying dark-haired Vernon Kaufman at Portland when he turned his car westward Friday morning. Boise is my favorite city in all the places I've traveled, and I'm sorry I'm not coming back. <laughs> Kaufman was born in Germany, yeah, educated in London. <laughs> Lining up. <laughs> And lived in half a dozen countries before he became a citizen of the U.S. And he still has hardly a quarter of a century of years in his past. 
so he's like 25 he's lived in yeah six he's countries he's 25 yeah. right, so he's rich this is a rich yeah. guy yeah he's probably got that asbestos money <laughs> one by one he is giving away possessions and bidding farewell to his friends what well, is he dying? I, guess, I, no, I, think, I think he's like. Well, I think I can't defend it, but I would. I would guess moving is a little harder. So since he's maybe he's leaving the country, I don't know. Ah, uh, here we go. Sometime early in January, he will join the army at Fort Lewis, Washington. What a perfect time to be getting involved in the <laughs> army. For he's probably like. Look, it seems pretty careless. I mean, you get three hogs in a cock. I get into shape. You basically stay in America the whole time. I just signed up and I'm off tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) That follow-up story is like, oh, never mind. Give me my shit back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man reneges on offers, takes all of his shit back. In England, I wanted to join the army, he confided. <coughs> but at the beginning of the war, only a native of Britain was eligible. So I became an air raid warden. Now, at last, I will get to be a real soldier. What? Yes, this you will. Guy wants to just stab something. Yes, so bad. you will. The, the idea wants- that he avoided he avoided English, <laughs> the English he army wanted. at this time. And now he's like, look, America's not going to get involved in this conflict. It'll be fine. He he wanted to fight. Uh, yeah. For he in to World fight. War. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to fight in World He's War like, Two. Someone let me shoot something. Yeah. God damn it! Let me kill people. Uh, yeah. Well, you're gonna get the chance, my man. Oh, you'll get it. You'll get it. You know. Oh, we just can. We can just. He he died, right? I mean, there's no way this guy. Yeah, he died. Let's just write him off. Yeah, the last thing he gave away was his life. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Maggie? Um. This paper is weird. They keep putting people's hair colors. What is that about? Interesting. Interesting. You picked up on that. I guess we've moved away from address. The, the, the papers we find a lot of times are very physically descriptive. Mm-hmm. Um, with a man, it's, I guess, like beautiful jawline. And with a woman, it's like, with her busty breasts. <laughs> like, it's really like that. And her that. doughy eyes. Thanks yeah. for days. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so, but I don't know. This it is oddly hair color specific, Dave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen that specifically before. Yeah, yeah, you're know. right. It's, but I think well, this again, is when it's hats that Boise, like, it's that Boise, like, careful. <laughs> but I also A little think this less way. white if you catch my drift. <laughs> Not blonde. Else- don't love it. I also think this is when hats went away, so maybe they're kind of switching oh, it's the over. the first time. To, yeah. yeah. Um, George Bosert, first driving award winner. Police hunted for two hours Friday before they found a driver officers believe worthy of a two-theater ticket reward for his safety and courtesy in driving. This Wait. is what? <laughs> bunch of nerds. This is news. I know. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. We saw a good citizen. Major nerd news. This cop can really drive safe. (laughs) This is is what happens in worlds where it's all white people. Yeah. Yeah. They just, there was like a surplus. They're just like, we got to get They give give people awards for how good they're driving. Theater tickets. (laughs) It really always, it always harkens so far back to like, 
like the respect for police officers like 70 years when you're like uh, thankfully an officer was there to help whereas now people are like don't call them do not that, call. They will not give you movie tickets. That's not what. No. That's not at all what's happening. It's they just might put the regular ticket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally, however, a car driven by Joy George Bossert, Pomander Road, Whitney Beach, caught sure. the eye of police. Bossert was signaling for all turns, kept well within the twenty oh mile God. speed limit during the mile officers followed him, and Look, always slowed it in. Shoot a guy! Shoot this guy! If you're gonna just <laughs> randomly start sh- shoot this man, look at him with his beautiful turn signal. Oh, he's really gosh! This glow, oh my God! He full stop, and there was no other cars around him. You got to appreciate that. Watch him yield, my lord! This guy is merging <laughs> in a way that we see rarely. So were they following him from the get-go, or did they just oh, see was, him no. driving? I'd be like, this he guy's probably, driving like a son of a bitch. He's probably stuffing drugs up his ass while he's like, cops are on my tail. I better be. It's like, anytime you've driven tipsy, this is how I drive. Imagine getting pulled over, like, with one pop over the limit. And you're like, uh-huh. And they're like, you just were just really obeying every law back there. You're like, okay. Uh, okay. uh, uh-huh. What, what is this a trap? It's like when uh, I, I, I used to have a friend who would get really high and he was the only one who had a car. So he would drive like 12 miles an hour and you'd be oh, like, it's... Dominic, speed up. I know. You're you not. <laughs> Sometimes I remember thinking that too, where I'd be like, nobody goes the exact speed. They know. <laughs> yeah. Like you, If you were ever getting trailed by a cop, you'd be just going like every, bang every law. I'd be like, that's a tell. You're stoned. Like, oh man, what is ever? They know everything. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Bossert. Step up to the sergeant's desk at police headquarters and receive your two passes to the Rialto Theater. Tomorrow and each day through the remainder of the month, a good driver will be named in this space. Watch for your name. Fuck you. I mean, fuck fuck you. you. Also, like, it used to just be like this, like... The idea that a cop would pull you over to reward you is like feels like something that would happen on an alien. Like that is so far removed Mm -hmm. from what when you think about cops like this idea of any benefit uh, like any any that random act you just. I would now I would just start shooting. They'd be like, sir, we want (laughs) to sir kill him. It's crazy. One every day yeah. they're pulling someone over to give them theater tickets. Way to go! And it's I, you again. Uh, did they give it to his boss? They said we got these theater tickets. We gave to the chief and go get it from your boss. Oh, maybe that'd be. Uh, that's even so. more I think, Pollyanna. I think we're just telling him to come. Yeah, I think we yeah, just said that, come yeah. pick it up. Yeah, it would be a great way to arrest dudes. It would be. Just be like, all right, you got your theater tickets? By the way, uh, we actually have a warrant. We're like, oh, fuck, I knew it. Don't they do that? Like warrant roundups where they're like, you want a jet ski? Yeah. And then you show up and they're like, yeah, you actually have to pay all of your child support. Yeah. That's not a jet ski at all. (laughs) It's the opposite. It's the opposite opposite of a jet ski. ski. 
I'm never gonna get some jet ski if I'm gonna have to pay child support. You sons of bitches! I've never been further away from a jet ski now. <laughs> I spent my money. I spent a lot of that money on life preservers <laughs> and jet ski petrol. <coughs> <laughs> Elephants in garage lead wow. to complaints. Wow, come on. Come Boy, on. Give Boy, it up for wild. your headliner. Give it up for your headliner. <laughs> Elephants in a garage. <laughs> this is a story out of New York. Uh, They've got garages? Uh, yeah, that's the real That's the real headline. <laughs> People in New York used to have garages? Uh, the health inspector to Magistrate Peter M. Horn. This man is keeping two elephants in his garage. Oh my god, awful! How big? When? Yeah, oh, I, yeah. Whether well, I took their regular size elephants, I would oh think. But how big is the garage? Is, it couldn't have been big. It's back then. Let not me big. tell you, it's no matter what for the elephants. It's cramped. They're not yeah, in. Uh, they're not loving the habitat. No. When the magistrate was sure he had heard correctly. He told Frank Roper he'd have to take his elephants elsewhere. Roper a, sh a Roper, a show owner, said he would try to find Lady and Honey. He Sorry, said he would try to ship Lady and Honey to Florida for the winter. Oh, Jesus Christ. Even back he then, Florida try. was the destination? He said he'd try. Yeah. He didn't yeah. say he would. No, uh, no, you no. know what? I'll give it a shot. I don't get back to Florida. Those poor elephants. You just know it was... I, I, I mean, sounds awful, awful. Yeah. Ugh. Or great. Like any no. way you look at it. Yeah. Just the worst. The, uh, the, uh, I can't even go ahead, Dave. I just want to time travel to just curb stomp this guy. Yeah. No theater tickets for this man, by the way. <laughs> There is a girl in this city whose lips are so sweet that they stick together every morning by the honey they distill, and she cannot open her mouth this until is like, she has parted her this, lips with you, a silver knife. This is, this is a headline? This better be a play. No. This has to this be a play. A, this has to a be blur. a play on something. You cannot possibly be being like, let me tell you about old sticky lips. <laughs> Oh, honey oh, you... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got to be like, oh, yeah. go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen to where it's going. Oh, God. She will be a treasure to a husband, not only on account of her sweetness, but she can occasionally keep her mouth shut. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What does Japan hate about us at this time? <laughs> that was oh, it. <laughs> God. That was like the oh, broad of the camel's yeah, back. Yeah. They were like, like, what the? Keep her mouth well. I'll show you. We move tomorrow. <laughs> so this is Man. this is when you could argue with your wife in the morning and then go to your job and just write misogynist shit in a paper. My wife won't shut her fucking mouth. Uh, let me, not let me page change one, but bit. page two to three, I think this could work. God damn she, it. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, Dave, can you read it one more time? I mean, this really is absurd. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little tiny brief paragraph at the just bottom. Some weird little like, hey, by the way, ladies, if you're still reading, go fuck yourselves. Anyway. <laughs> there is a girl in this city whose lips are so sweet that they stick together every morning by the honey they distill. 
and she cannot open her mouth until she has parted her lips with a silver knife. She will be a treasure to her husband, not only on account of her sweetness, but she can occasionally keep her mouth shut. It's just... <laughs> That's just in the paper. And that's, that's it? Just, there's no story there. It's just a guy Can getting I at least some... get her name? I mean, what, what I'm just supposed to... Has anyone seen a woman with a honey lip stuck together and she has to pry them apart with a knife? There's one broad in this city who can keep uh, her mouth shut. And it says <laughs> honey. You know, the bees make honey for the queen, but also for my wife, so I can put it in her mouth and not have to hear her so much. I'm just imagining the one guy who stayed by the water cooler for three hours so he could repeat this story to everybody the, else. Uh, yep. came. You know, there's a lady that died. <laughs> 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 you hear about the one woman in Boise who'll shut the fuck up every now and then? I she's honey-based. <laughs> she Is honey that based the whole... Thing. That seems like a weird... Like there's something missing from that story? I'll find, I'll find her. I'll I'll find her. I'll she'll get her. You, but you got to cut her mouth open. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So she'll yeah, be quiet. You hear about the? And you hear about the? Uh, you hear about the honey lady in Boise? You can stab in the face. Hey, I'm done with her. You know what I found is a glue mama. <laughs> She's a horse. She's... She'll kick the shit out of a tank. She's a horse. She's living She's in a, a garage. <laughs> Kick a tank if she needs to. Yeah. She, if, she, if you get near a tank, oh, she hates tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wax legs masks of film stars to go to soldiers in Alaska. I, I mean, I swear to God, this paper is just is simply trying to get men to whack off. I mean, it just to go like the guys are already kind of you know riled up when they're like, man, do you imagine a broad who shuts up? And there's like, whoa. Oh, wax legs of stud. Uh, excuse me a moment. Oh. Those legs can't even talk. Oh, my God. It's better than honey lips. They're not attached to a woman. <laughs> the perfect lady. <laughs> Just legs. Legs in the hole. Hey, boy, soldiers, line up. The legs are here. Boom. This is, I mean, uh... Japan had to bomb us. <laughs> Japan, Japan was saving us from ourselves for a mere moment. Some lucky soldiers are going to get gift-filled wax legs and masks of movie stars for Stop. Christmas because a morale officer way up in Alaska had a bright idea. Oh, did he? So the legs are filled with... And they're Stop actual, it. they're actual wax. It's like, it's like a porn. It's like a, yeah. the, 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 when they, when they redo the porn genitals. Yeah. Uh, right. It's like and, a flesh and you can buy, yeah, you can like buy the actual, I know this is a real, this is, this is a real woman's fake vagina. Like it's they're just yeah, giving, they're giving it to soldiers. soldiers. They're like, oh, well, uh, private Andrews, here's your lower half of Marilyn Monroe. I, I can't wait to eat the candy inside. Uh, all right. That's uh <laughs> Jesus Christ! I want to break in. I want to break into Maryland and get the candy uh, in there. And somehow crazier than what we were even thinking, which is totally insane. 
Lieutenant M.W. Forsman, morale officer at Fort Greenland, Kodiak, Alaska. Drop it, feel better. He made the unique request to Catherine Stoberg, who produces wax mannequins and masks for film studios. Masks. The officer explained that since there are no recreation facilities, it makes me do strange things. What? What? I know if you if you send me uh, parts of women that aren't real, I won't have to kill the real ones. Okie dokie. That's (laughs) tough to hear. (laughs) I mean, what? What? There, there, there are no recreation facilities. It makes me do strange things, such uh, as okay. requesting a mask of a good-looking girl. And then, like stranger than okay. getting leg pinatas. Yeah. Okay. I so really... listen, uh, Bobby, you wear the Marilyn Monroe mask tonight, and I'll bang the legs. <laughs> <laughs> And if I can't find someone to do it, I just put the mask, go to where there's a mirror, and bang that torso half. <laughs> hey, the army's ready for combat. <laughs> I mean, that is uh, the fact that in the paper was like, it makes me do real weird stuff because there's no uh, recreation facility. Like, okay, um, I'm sorry, what? Was everybody getting them, or was it just like yeah, a few community like legs? Okay, I that it sounds is... like that's actually. Let's go further into that. There are six thousand men at the I... camp. There's okay. six thousand men. Okay, they're not giving them six. Th- there's dude. No. There's not twelve thousand well, legs being dropped on these dudes. Well, they could just get they could just get three one leg each. So it could be six thousand. <laughs> one leg I'll and a buddy. It. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't mind the hopper. (laughs) (laughs) I have planned a Christmas party. I'm not not attending. I am not attending. I'll just tell you that right now. (laughs) To add a little zest, I am writing to several notables asking that each contribute something, and these will be given to the outstanding soldiers in camp. Okay, so the best soldiers. So it's like theater tickets, but way worse. Remember when theater tickets were weird as a reward? (laughs) Wait till you see legs. Yeah, wait till you see what we're giving the army. <laughs> okay. Miss Stauberg is sending two masks of Hedy Lamar and Marlene Dietrich. She also made up a life-size wax leg, dressed it up with a mesh stocking, garter, and slipper, and a bit of lace at the thigh, and filled it with trick puzzles, candy, Woolen socks, playing cards, and a shaving set. And then put a lampshade on top of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she sent. I am sorry. She sent a wax leg. I'm she sorry. sent one with fish wax nets, leg. With fishnets and prizes inside. Gar- candy, woolen socks, playing cards, etc. You know the you know the type of things you find in a woman's leg when you open it up. <laughs> I I have to say, and I could be wrong, but I think that's the craziest thing I've heard on this show. <laughs> I think this story might be the craziest one I've heard. You are giving people in the, the best of the best 
are getting a leg with a kind of like horned up look to it, like a leg would be like, hey, that's hot, going up and inside of what could only be described as an open area, there are puzzles and games and prizes. Yeah. And remember, it's a hot leg. It's dressed up in garter and... Yeah. And- and mesh stocking. It's a it's a leg you want to fuck if it's attached to oh my God. a person. I'm, I'm more concerned about the masks because I'm imagining masks, like highly the, concerning the 80s, yeah. like a yes. He-Man the mask with the key. eyes popped out. They're like, yeah, is, yeah. You know, Greta Garba or whoever you said. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But just imagine. So you're a soldier in the barracks and in hops a really <sighs> large, weird Marlene Dietrich. I just imagine, like, they they say that, like, yeah, you're, like, if you're in the fucking army and you're in the barracks, you are just getting very comfortable with, like, jacking off in front of, I, yeah. I, I, look, it would not be easy for me to be in that situation at all, but that seems like a charmed life compared to the fact that I'm probably going to watch one of my buddies just, like, with a fish netted gartered leg hanging out of the bed while he's just for sure banging it. Just yeah. watching your friend fuck a leg. Just watching my buddy leg shag. With a mask on top. With, with a Looking wall. Looking at a creepy ass. Holding, like, while he's banging the leg, he's just holding the mask. I'd be like, man, we got to get porn in here. I hate to say it. We then, need to <laughs> got to change. And then when he gets deep into the leg, he yells, oh, puzzles. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some cards. <laughs> this is fun for everybody. Hey, guys, we can play jacks later after I'm done banging this leg hole. Let me jack off, and then we'll go play jacks. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Japan, let's go. <laughs> well, they said things are getting strange. This one was like, hold my leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you about to see strange you think that's strange hold this leg what i'll be right back <laughs> oh my god uh, okay here's a headline uh, I, I saddle feel horns. bad for whatever is following that one up i, I mean yeah. oh yeah if i'm giving out theater tickets for winners in this paper we've just gifted them the navy gets a bunch of hands shaped like this uh, not to be outdone, the Navy's giving a bunch of hands. <laughs> and the Air Force has carved glory holes into a lot of their jets. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then, like, just someone drew a set of boobs above them. Uh, all right, you guys will increase your funding. That is really not good. The Navy is getting Marilyn Monroe's eye. <laughs> all right, there'll be no more, no more, no, no. I mean, it is, it is, that is like serial killer shit, and it's going to, like, our best. <laughs> like, Jeffrey Dahmer would be like, pump the brakes. That's a little creepy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> easy. Um, saddle horns may disappear. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> handy little handhold on the dude's saddle ranch, the saddle horn, may vanish for the duration of the emergency. So they're talking about the war in Europe. Oh, boy. Uh, right, they've been fighting over there for three years. Uh, sure. 
Denver OPM officials said nickel, bronze, and brass used in manufacture of horns on saddles employed exclusively in the dude ranch business is needed for tanks, guns, and ships. And ships? Saddle makers, ships. Ships, sorry. Saddle makers are being pressed to design a hornless saddle for dude riders. <sighs> the... This is hard. This, you have to make sacrifices for war. And listen, technology don't, but... moves pretty quick. Hey, where's the thing I accidentally banged my balls into? Is that gone? <laughs> yeah. That was my question. Where They're are working... these horns? They're, it's... it's like one horn that you wrap, like, I think, the the like your whip around, or your rope around. It's like right in front. It is of... right at genital it's level, right... right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. right where you bang your, you bang your stuff, which yeah. is, yeah. Well... Uh, the working cowboy can scarcely do without a saddle horn. Without a horn, the cowhand would have to tie his steer to a fence or sagebrush at branding time. I Amazing love, uh, and we all know what brand, branded time gets pretty wild. Yeah. Man shot at heart, now fully recovered. So, new article? Yeah. <laughs> That's about all they needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is like Dave. Your clo- the closer was two ago, but then you're just like, I'll just start throwing out some punchlines. Man shot at heart <laughs> recovers. All right, I don't hate it. Coatesville, Pen- uh, Pennsylvania. Lloyd Landis, who made medical history by living with a bullet in his heart, and who further amazed physicians when the bullet disappeared, has been discharged from Coatesville Hospital. No, he no, it's no. There, there was no story. bullet. It's a huge no. Story. Hey, huge story. Hey, good news, Jeff. Uh, the bullet in your heart—it's uh-huh. gone. Ah, huge news. Did he just? You know, you're not dead. Yeah. Okay. Not like he got anyway, thanks that. for coming. Right. He got sh- he got shot. Hit but with he got what? A bullet. He got shot by a bullet in his. Are you heart. sure it's not like a beanbag and he was being dramatic? It's true. It could be. I that. mean, I think that the doctors fucked up, and uh, with the X-ray, and they said he had a bullet in his heart, and he didn't. And then they were just like, "Yeah." So it turns out there's no bullet. It's gone. It disappeared. Or they pushed it further into his heart and they didn't want to say anything. I like that move, too. Yeah, I like like that. that. Magic bullet. That's where they started talking about it. Yeah, just push it. Yeah, that surgeon. Yeah. Just see if it'll push it harder. Maybe he'll poop it out. (laughs) Doctor, that's what? That's your idea for everything. Push it through. These people will start pooping some of this stuff out eventually. And it's home. about the lady who has dice in her. Never mind. At his home Saturday, Lloyd said he hoped to soon return to his work with a construction company. Oh, yeah. You'll be right back at work with a half heart <laughs> in, this, in 1941. You're going to be what fine. Fuck? Absolutely. I mean, what just happened? That, that is so ingrained in America. That, it's like the worst. Like, would you just take the goddamn break. We, we're always just right? like, we got to, yeah, the grind of this kind of, we got to worry. I'll be my heart. Hey, I got a bullet in my heart. I'll be there Monday, but like milk it. Christ, this dude is like, I'm going to join the army just so I could have something to do. What the fuck? Go. Are you serious? Go lay down. That's what it was like before the Internet, though. Yeah, but even then, I still think I would like I would never I would not be like, I got to go find. I'd be like, yeah, it's, I started whittling. 
I'm with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, I build barrels. I'm making leather stuff. Or I would just be like in like I would just be like in a pasture with like 800 dogs. I'd just be like, and listen, I found my calling. I would never just be like, I'm gonna walk to Toledo. <laughs> just cause. What's time? Everyone found their thing. Like some people made wax legs with dice and shit in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people don't say don't say dice and shit in it. That adds a whole new element to this game. <laughs> Well, but I found it's the easiest thing for me to pack in there. Okay, the, we are moving on. <laughs> Example of how not to win driver's license. Win. Okay. Win is the wrong word, I think. Yeah. Evanston. Hey, congratulations. You've won a driver's license. <laughs> it would be a better feeling, though, if at the end, instead of being like, you passed, they were like, you've just won yourself a driver's license. <laughs> Robert Pryor, 19, wanted a driver's license, so J.H. Pedke, an inspector for the State Motor Vehicle Department, climbed into the front seat with him for a test. <laughs> Again, you're using too many words. Just say that the driver inspector got in the car. Guy took a driving test so far. About to take a driver driving yeah, test. Yeah, right. Pedke ordered a right turn as soon as they started. Pryor turned with a wide sweep to avoid a pedestrian. He seemed about to climb a curb and ram a cleaning shop, but straightened out on the wrong side of the street and headed toward an approaching car. Oh my God. <laughs> I might not win my license today. <laughs> you lost your license. <laughs> I mean, uh, you imagine, what a great way to start a driver's test. All right, turn right. You're like, okay. And then you're in the wrong, going wrong way, not going traffic. Not great. First, he sounded the horn, then tramped on the accelerator. Next, he wheeled sharply to the right and crashed into the, real, the rear of a police squad car and a private automobile. It was the most exciting ride I've ever had, Pet- Petke said. They had ridden only 150 feet. So Did he pass? The story does not. No. He didn't win. He did not win one. How? How? He was fine. He, he dodged a bunch of stuff. <laughs> That's what he said right after. Did I, do I get it? Yeah, you have to, Lose. right? I mean, it just, it sounds like, a, it does sound like a slapstick comedy scene. It really does. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like he dodged more than he hit. Yeah. Sort of. And by the way, yeah. you hit cop car, I'd say you win a license, personally. Yeah. They were just like, we were every theater tickets. Every, <laughs> every driver's test should end with you ramming the back of a police car. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You parallel parked pretty well. Did have to dock you a couple because your wheels weren't turned the right way just in case the parking brake fails you. Now go hit those cops. <laughs> Get a good head of steam, too. Really go at them. Get a good head of steam going for yourself. Tramp on that accelerator. Don't be afraid to tramp that motherfucker, okay? Tramp the shit out of that thing. Really tramp it now, boy. Oh boy. <laughs> tramp of good, son. Uh... Baby survives wreck of auto train crash. Oh, shit. This is Baltimore. An automobile carrying three men and a baby stalled on a Pennsylvania <laughs> railroad crossing. This is the third installment. 
<laughs> yeah. Three men and a baby train crash. It's a, it's a short film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this is just 20 minutes. Uh, it's stalled on a Pennsylvania railroad crossing Saturday night. A Harrisburg, Washington passenger train bore down upon it. Jesus. The men hopped out, pushed frantically. The train struck and hurled the car 50 feet, demolishing it. Out of the wreckage climbed Michael Burke, two and a half years old, unhurt. He started back up the tra- tracks, crying, quote, I want to go home. <laughs> you have to take a train, son. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's it. That's it. What about the three men? Didn't you set up the three men? They're no longer... They were pushing the car. They were oh, pushing the car. Shit. They left the baby in the car and tried to push it out of the way instead of just taking the baby, baby. Also, they left the baby in the car. A mom would have grabbed the baby. The dads are like the fucking car, man. <laughs> we could save everything. No, you can't. Yeah, no, you can't. No. Oh shit. Uh, you okay, got one last more one. in you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nampan buys airbase bear. Mike, the fat furry black cub bear, which changed hands more times than a doorknob, has a new owner. That that okay. was wild for a minute. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> like, they're Lots doing hair color and hairiness. <laughs> oh, it's a bear. Okay, cool. Oh. Again, okay. Uh, uh, you're like you experience temporary relief only to be like, okay, wait, now what? Yeah. <laughs> Big, fat, hairy, black <laughs> bear. <laughs> like, what the hell, boy? Black motherfucker. It was a bear. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I mean, wait, now, wait, what? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Corporal John Potts of Gowan Field said Saturday he had sold the bear to Tom Lida, former game warden of Nampa. The bear was caught in the mountains and given to the city park zoo through arrangements of the game department. Potts with persuasion acquired the six month old bear from it's a six month old bear. Someone took a baby bear. That's horrible. Horrible. Always acquired the six month old bear from Julia Davis park superintendent. Uh, Is she for... supposed to be selling bears? No. I don't I'll think answer... anybody's I'll... supposed to be selling bears, but it was I'll... a really big thing that happened back then. There was I a feel, shitload. I feel comfortable saying not okay. The number right. of times. You like the park? Want to buy a bear? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take it and leave quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, for sale, I have a black son of a bitch bastard motherfucking Bear. Finish, thank God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a time, it seems like, in America where almost any bar you walked into, there was a bear bears. chained in the corner. I mean, it, bears were all over the place. One of my favorite Instagrams is, I can't remember what it's called, like, look at this Russian. And I'll tell you, they're still going strong with bear culture. They are. Yes. Yeah. The amount of times where you'll just be like, this is crazy. And then you'll be like, and they're hugging a bear who seems fine with it inside their apartment. 
<laughs> Until he doesn't. Until he doesn't, for sure. But it's like seems it seems like that country that, runs that on goes Adidas on. track suits and bears. <laughs> That goes on until you look at your roommate and you go, hey, man, did you get bear food today? Yeah. Yes. And the answer better be yes. For a time, the bear made the Chemical Warfare Service a center of attraction at the air, pay, air base. Jesus Christ. Uh, made a hit with the soldiers, was trained to stand on his hind legs and drank milk out of a bottle. I hate it. I just... Just, well, I mean, that's just classic bear and nature. Just stuff. like, just like in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Have you never been in the forest? Uh, you're camping or whatever, and a bear just walks by on its hind leg, pound pounding milk <laughs> from a bottle. <laughs> you never seen a bear crack open a bottle of milk in front of you? <laughs> nope, no, that's <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, but Potts just had to let it go. Don't have time for a bear. That's Nobody why. out here. I like that. Yeah. I like that. He's like, well, finally, I just came to my senses and realized I don't have a schedule that would accommodate raising a bear. I really thought that a bear would be really easy, but it turns but, out it's like. And wherever he's letting bear. it go. Not great at all. The bear is now like, where's the milk bottle? It's like, oh, my God, he's yeah. he's not letting it go. They're just selling it to someone else. Oh, awesome. Um. Yeah, it's not being released. Uh, I thought he's getting a refund. Nope. Yeah, right. Yeah. Taking yeah. it back to the. Yeah. Hey, this I'm bear done playing shitty. with it. I want my chair back. <laughs> this is a fucking shitty bear. I like. Is it broken? Like, what's the deal with this bear? Of course not. What is it not doing for you? Does not it... drinking well, beer. First of all, it will oh. not ride the unicycle. It will. It's... It won't. It's a child bear. It needs time to learn how to drink oh, beer Jesus and ride Christ. unicycles. That's not what I bought. If a bear is raised in a loving household around eight or nine years old, you'll start to see it naturally come around to unicycles and guzzling all the hams you want to give it. <laughs> Be patient. Nobody out here seems to have time. Too bad, but he's just got to go, was his explanation. So, Who did he think after being... Time? Yeah, I'm, for It's real. crazy. So after being flooded with phone calls, letters, and personal requests, the soldier finally struck a deal with Lida. Lida has a ranch with lots of space and will give the bear lots of exercise. What just happened? Like I, I'm, I was news. like, ooh, a ranch with space, and now I'm hearing exercise? What are you doing to the bear? Whatever. Bear well, I think for now, this is better. This is better. I would have liked to keep him, but I uh, just couldn't be. Anyway, I've got a lot of swell correspondence out of the deal. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, got a bunch hey, of good stamps. news. <laughs> Pen pals. Got some good contacts out of this whole ordeal, though. That's the good news. And the I'm on a bear forum now. To go run and play it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I got some good business deals. I got some stamps that are going to be got, worth a lot. I got, some good, I got some good stamps going. Wait 80 years. These stamps Jesus are going to be tight. Christ. Well, I, I got to say, I'm impressed that even after the army leg story, there was still stuff that interested me because that felt like it stole my heart from the go. That was nuts. Um, Maggie, as always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having uh, people me. People follow you, Maggie, I-E-M-A-Y-E, ha-ha. 
yeah. on the socials and keep an eye open for your special, which I've seen some of the material from uh, and some I probably haven't, but you are hilarious, truly Thanks. such a pleasure and great comedian. So I encourage everyone to follow you to keep uh, on top of that. And thank you so much, Maggie. Thank you. Thanks for having thank you. me. Some of these days you'll miss me, honey.